Welcome to another edition of the Prepaid Podcast. I'm your host and editor of prepaidreviews.com, Joe Polakowski. So last month, the big story in the prepaid world was Virgin Mobile and Sprint. Uh, Sprint, the third largest wireless carrier in the nation, snapped up Virgin Mobile, uh, which was a wireless wholesaler, an MVNO, running off the Sprint network. Now, this was seen, not to rehash the whole thing, but it was seen as kind of strange because Virgin was already buying minutes wholesale from Sprint, and Sprint already had Boost uh, as a subsidiary, uh, which is their prepaid arm. But, you know, it's a sign of things to come. It's a sign of, you know, prepaid actually having some pull nowadays. Uh, I said, whenever I talk to people about prepaid, and, and a lot of people still aren't knowledgeable about it, and that, that's understandable because it, it's a very, you know, intense kind of topic. It's uh, not something people see every day. Most people you see, uh, you know, around the city and in, in the suburbs are carrying around contract phones and aren't as aware of prepaid. And if they are aware of prepaid, it's mostly track phone that they see, um, you know, in the packages hanging at Walmart. So we've definitely seen a growth in prepaid uh, over, or over the course of 2009. Even late 2008 had a lot of prepaid growth. Uh, one company that has had immense prepaid growth, um, majority prepaid growth even, uh, over the past year right now, uh, is T-Mobile. T-Mobile has added more prepaid subscribers and postpaid subscribers for at least a year now. I believe it's only a year. I believe it's only the past four quarters uh, that they've done this. So... That, that leads to a couple of interesting questions in that should T-Mobile embrace this change um, and start to cater to their prepaid customers uh, and kind of quit the competition with these companies that are so much bigger than they are. So l- let's break this down just a little bit. We know that prepaid doesn't bring in the kind of revenue that postpaid does. So obviously a big company like T-Mobile um, would better serve their investors, would better serve you know, bottom line profit in the moment, this moment, right now, um, in the short term, would be better served by focusing on postpaid and trying to get um, upsells on uh, on postpaid minutes, uh, on postpaid data plans, postpaid messaging plans. That's where it's at. That's guaranteed money for them. Uh, that allows them to better project their their revenue um, and you know make better with investors and possibly attract more. That's the idea with public companies, uh, but with prepaid, it's much more of a gamble. Um, it's much more of a future thing where they're saying, all right, they would have to say, I should say, they should have to say that, you know, if we're going to make prepaid a strategy, it's got to be a long-term, you know, it doesn't make a lot of money now, but this is how it's going to make money in the future. So T-Mobile has that option as a public company. They don't really, it's tough, even if they wanted to do this, and I'm not saying they do, I'm pretty sure they don't actually, uh, even if they wanted to do it, it would be a tough sell because of, uh, you know, the immediate reactions of public investors. So, T-Mobile is going to have to continue uh, to, to promote their postpaid services, to continue rolling out uh, phones that work on their 3G network, to continue uh, making, you know, getting more markets uh, covered by their 3G network. That's probably what we're going to see from T-Mobile. And it, to some extent, I think that's a shame, because it's obvious that people like T-Mobile prepaid. They're adding a lot of prepaid subscribers. Uh, and, you know, when the market speaks, you got to listen. I mean... It, it might not be the answer. It might not have all the answers. But when the market speaks, you're, you're going to want to pay some heed because if you try to change the market, well, the market has a better chance of changing you. So T-Mobile added 325,000 subscribers. And uh, 
only 17% were postpaid. So, I mean, the, the divide is growing. It's growing. And how does T-Mobile respond? By further limiting their prepaid plans. Now, they didn't change their rates or everything. They still have the very simple um, pay-as-you-go. And they added the pay-as-you-day plan, pay-per-day plan. Um, I'm not sure how popular that one is. I would think, uh, because there's so many similar offerings from other providers, that uh, the the card system, the, uh, you know, paper you know paper minute uh, system is a bit better especially with their gold rewards even though there are rates around the country especially net 10 net 10 you can buy a $30 refill and have 10 cents a minute but to get it with T-Mobile you need to buy $100 at a time or at least $100 for you know for the first year um, so I'm not really sure uh, why people are attracted to it it's just possibly because they're a recognizable name and it's easy so they have all these subscribers coming in, and then what's going to happen? They take all their smartphone users off the Sidekick plan. Now, let's the Sidekick plan is a dollar a day uh, for unlimited data and messaging. Right, so you, you pay a dollar a day and uh, and fifteen cents a minute, I believe, and you have basically a data plan. And uh, this is created for the T-Mobile Sidekick users who didn't want to be on a contract either. Um, you know had a sidekick on a contract and the contract expired, or uh, somehow acquired a sidekick from a friend and didn't want to sign up for a contract, uh, they could pay a dollar a day for prepaid. Good plan. I think it's a really good plan. Uh, and I think that a lot of customers were right to, uh, you know, try to go in there and hook up their uh, their smartphones, especially the iPhone, unlocked, obviously. You know, most of the smartphones are unlocked on there. You know, unlock their smartphones and hook them up to the T-Mobile plan. And people have been looking for a prepaid data solution ever since eight, about, you know, it was about 10 months ago uh, the AT&T discontinued their $20 a month prepaid unlimited data plan uh, that was, you know, it wasn't much of a secret I think uh, it, it was the industry's best kept secret for a while until everyone started getting, and everyone started catching on uh, and AT&T went on and discontinued that and since then people have been looking for a replacement and, and T-Mobile had that it wasn't the best, it was still 30 bucks a month instead of 20 uh, but you know, you hook up your iPhone to that, and you don't have to, you don't have to sign a contract. But it, it, T-Mobile has, uh, you know, taken those and, and said, you can't put these iPhones, you can't put these smartphones uh, on our network using the, using the Sidekick plan. And I said, that's a shame, because they're growing with prepaid, and that's going to help them grow even more with prepaid. Um, and I... I they obviously have a corporate reason for it. They have a reason for doing it, and I'm not sure it's the right reason. I don't know the exact reason, so I can't say it's wrong. But if they're, you know, if they're trying to get more people with smartphones on the postpaid data, well, that might not work. I mean, if I'm using my uh, my iPhone, an unlocked iPhone, on the T-Mobile network, paying a dollar a day for prepaid data, and T-Mobile comes in and says, you can't do this anymore, you know, we're taking you off this... I'm not putting that phone on T-Mobile's postpaid uh, postpaid data. Just like when AT&T canceled their $20 plan, I'm sure no one went and signed up for a contract with AT&T. It just doesn't work like that. People, you know, it's not like, oh, look at this awesome option. We're going to take advantage of this, and then until until we get caught, and then we'll go on postpaid. No, it doesn't work like that. Uh, People are looking for prepaid data. And uh, I just think, you know, if if it's a cost thing, you know, maybe I could understand if T-Mobile is losing money on it by having smartphone users on its on its Sidekick data plan, well, that's one thing. But if if it's a trying to move them to postpaid, I think it's kind of a fool's errand, uh, and it's not exactly going to work. So 
T-Mobile is kind of at a crossroads now, and I think we're going to learn a lot over the next two quarters. Uh, We know the third quarter is a slow quarter. So we'll see. I'm I'm dead certain that they're going to add a lot more prepaid than postpaid again. So, and then the fourth quarter is going to be the big thing. Now, T-Mobile is going to have a bunch of new phones by then. They've announced a lot. There's some HTC models. There's a new BlackBerry with 3G uh, coming to T-Mobile. So they got a lot on their plate now, and they have a lot, you know, and they, oh, they, just, they just released a couple um, lower-end Blackberries as well. You know, it costs like 50 bucks at Walmart for a BlackBerry. Uh, so they got a lot on their plate right now, uh, and they have some big chances to grow over the holiday season, and there's a lot on the postpaid side. So we'll see in the fourth quarter how T-Mo, how the split is. You know, we've got a, you know, a 1783 split. Uh, as far as percentages in the second quarter. Um, so I'm interested to see how, how this goes to the third quarter and then how the fourth quarter uh, reacts to all this because you're almost going to certainly see a better split uh, prepaid, postpaid in the fourth quarter. But how much is it going to change? And then, you know, we'll also learn a ton uh, from the first quarter of 2010 or 2010 uh, because it's another supposedly heavy quarter, but it's going to be post-holidays. We'll see uh, if... If it reverts to if if we see a bigger prepaid divide uh, in that quarter, and that that's kind of the interesting part about the industry right now. You know, uh, another interesting part of the industry uh, is is uh, Leap and Metro PCS. Now these are two companies that have you know we've heard merger with these two companies constantly. It happened before they became public. It happened when they became public. It added. It happened when they started adding markets that were different from one another. No. Everyone's asking, when are they going to merge? It makes too much sense. They wouldn't have quite a nationwide network, but they'd be damn close. Uh, they seem to have a lot of different markets that are separate from one another, um, and they could probably, you know, a merger would probably help them uh, make the networks contiguous, uh, or at least create more contiguous networks that would cover more areas of the country. And as we know, having a nationwide network is an enormous advantage these days. So why aren't they merging? I couldn't tell you. But they're both doing fairly well. They both, you know, their first quarters are obviously better than their second quarters. Uh, and I expect their third quarters to be a bit better than their second quarters. But until they until they merge and create this national network, I'm not sure they have enough firepower uh, to really compete. With the big boys, and uh, you know, Metro I know is, is growing, <clears throat> and they're sort of uh, they're they're, the, they're either at or gaining on the fifth largest uh, primary carrier in the country. Uh, Trackphone is kind of skewing those numbers because they have over 10 million subscribers and they don't have their own network. Um, but you know, they're Metro is fast approaching U.S. Cellular, um, which is strange because that's a regional carrier too. Uh, with a better reputation than Metro PCS, but Metro is growing, and people love those unlimited plans. Uh, but if they could add Leap's customers and then, you know, start to create these contiguous nationwide, you know, networks clusters, that could be big news for them. And uh, I think that's going to be the next step. Uh, once you know, Leap has some more markets they're going to roll out. Uh, that'll come by the end of the year. And I think once all those plans are laid out, once everyone, you know, they don't have any new networks to roll out and they're just working on network improvements, uh, I think that's when we're going to start to see the talks heat up again. All right, well, we've got some, uh, we had a lot to talk about uh, this month on the prepaid podcast. 
And uh, we're going to close it out with some unlimited news because, you know, really, what's better than unlimited... Uh, <laughs> What's better than unlimited services, apparently, now? Because everyone, everyone seems to be rolling them out. Uh, right before the last prepaid podcast, we saw Ready Mobile putting out a, uh, an unlimited plan. And theirs was interesting because it wasn't just a one-month thing. It was, you can either do it three days or 14 days of the whole month. So, yeah, a nice little spin on that. Uh, in that you don't have to have unlimited all the time. You could have unlimited... You know, just for the weekend instead. Um, you know, for just 10, it's like 10 bucks for a weekend. So, if you're going to have an especially busy weekend and you have Ready Mobile, you just pop one of those $10 cards on and you have unlimited services, and then you can go right back to their low rates. And they are low, like 5 cents a minute. And you can go right back to your regular rates uh, for the week, or, you know, for as long as you want. And you can pop that $3, that, that $10 card on anytime you want. It seems like a good deal to me. It seems like something that other carriers, might, especially prepaid carriers, uh, might want to try out. And then we heard, uh, the big one this month, I think, was uh, Page Plus. They're an MVNO of the Verizon network, uh, so their network expanded greatly with the, uh, with the addition of Altel, and now they're offering unlimited text, unlimited data, 40 bucks a month. Now that's, that undercuts even straight talk, that's 40 bucks a month, and they're running on the same network. Uh, Page Plus doesn't include any data or the unlimited 411 in the plan, so you are getting something for your extra five bucks at Straight Talk. Uh, but Page Plus is—it's got the reputation. It's got um, you know—if you look at our, if you look through our, you know, page you page you go phone uh, reviews, most of them have grossly negative customer service ratings. Page Plus, while it has some negatives, has a lot more positives than the other. So it seems that you know their reputation is growing. And, uh, you know, it, it, and really, this plan, it's more of a PR thing than anything. Uh, they had a $39.95 plan before. It was 1,500 texts in 1,500 minutes. And, uh, you know, that's almost, that's almost unlimited. I don't know anybody who uses 1,500 voice minutes a month. Uh, but if you do, if you use more than that and you use more than 1,500 text messages, Page Plus has got you covered. It's now unlimited, uh, so you can check that out. Uh, and then we heard about another company... Well, two more companies, really, going with unlimited plans. Uh, Platinum Tel. They're uh, a prepaid company that's been around for a while, uh, and we didn't get them up on prepaid reviews until you know, very recently. Uh, theirs is 50 bucks. It comes with 100 megs of data, unlimited talk and text. Uh, they've got some other plans, too, uh, and they have... They do really do emphasize the data, but the data is a bit expensive. Um, we can go that into, into a future edition of the prepaid podcast talking about Platinum Tel because they have a lot of plans um, that are pretty customizable, but the thing is that uh, the data isn't the greatest on some of these plans. Uh, and finally, Total Call Mobile put out their own unlimited plan. Uh, that's 50 bucks a month, and but they also have a 15-day uh, plan for 25 bucks. So it's not quite the three-day three plan from, uh, from Ready Mobile, but it is, you know, you can put it on for half a month, you can put it on for a whole month, same rate. So uh, that's positive for the industry, and it's showing that these carriers aren't just going to slap a, a flat rate on a monthly prepaid plan and, uh, and let it be that. Uh, even Platinum Tel actually has uh, some lesser plans where you can get a 5-day or 15-day pass for their unlimited rather than the whole month. All right, well, that's going to about wrap it up for this month's edition of the Prepaid Podcast. Uh, join us again next month. We'll run down everything that's happened in the prepaid industry in September. Until then... Take care.